You're listening to the Ultimate Road Trip Podcast. Hi all, thanks for downloading or streaming this latest episode of the Ultimate Road Trip podcast. If there's anybody you'd like to hear on the podcast, any guest suggestions or any comments or anything at all, do leave a message on the Facebook or Instagram pages or on the Podbean uh, podcast page. It's now a year since I first started the podcast and I hope you're enjoying it. Now the saying goes, never meet your heroes. By putting together the Ultimate Road Trip and my coverage of various motoring and motorsport events for the BBC and others, I've been lucky to meet a few of mine, and it's mostly been an absolute pleasure. Amongst them, the likes of Sir Sterling Moss, Sir Jackie Stewart, Keanu Reeves, Peter Fonda, Rowan Atkinson, Ken Block, the wonderful Murray Walker, whose death was sadly announced over the weekend, all were really friendly and generous with their time. Yes, you could say that in the circumstances they have to be, but I've been really pleasantly surprised. Now, when it comes to my music tastes, they're pretty wide-ranging from rock to ambient. And in the intro for one of the first episodes of the podcast that I put together for Pink Floyd's Nick Mason, I name-checked other musicians who were also into their cars, such as J.K. of Jamiroquai and singer Jeff Beck. I spoke to Jay at last year's London Classic Car Show, and I posted his Ultimate Road Trip a few months ago. But there was another singer who I've been really wanting to get hold of since I started doing this, the lead singer of a band who was a 10 or 11-year-old I used to sing along to, without doubt one of my music heroes. It's Brian Johnson, lead singer of ACDC. And at the beginning of this year, I put in a request for an interview. And you'll not be surprised that I was rather excited when I was told, yes, he would absolutely love to come on. And he joins me for this week's Ultimate Road Trip podcast. And before you ask, he was an absolute legend. I'd known about Brian's love of cars for years, having initially seen an interview he'd done about driving his 1928 Bentley four and a half litre to the shops in his local neighbourhood where he lives in Florida. And he's also taken part in various motorsport events around the world and been on TV, including Top Gear. But I'd also recently watched some clips from his Cars at Rock TV series and read his brilliant automotive autobiography, Rockers and Rollers, which is an incredibly detailed account of the cars he's been associated with since his formative years in his hometown near Newcastle. So I thought he'd be a great guest to have on the podcast. Brian's first band was Geordie, which was formed in 1971, and after some success, they split in 1978. When ACDC's frontman Bron Scott tragically died in 1980, Brian was the band's preferred replacement, and he was taken on after being asked, as you'll hear, somewhat surreptitiously to audition for the band. Back in Black was the first album the band released with Johnson as the lead vocalist, and it's since gone on to be in the top five best-selling albums of all time. And after a brief hiatus with a hearing problem, he's back with one of the biggest rock bands in the world and launched their latest studio album, Power Up, in November. After his music, cars and motor racing play a close second fiddle. And at the end of the interview, which was done over Zoom, I was really quite surprised. He picked up his computer and I was taken for a fabulous tour of the house. I saw the incredible view over the sea from the back and then he took me into his pub, the walls of which, of course, are plastered with gold and platinum discs from the band, but his huge collection of racing memorabilia and trophies were also there. 
it was a huge privilege to talk to Brian about his Cars music and how the pandemic had changed how he and the rest of the band had coped over the past few months. And his ultimate road trip, well, as you're about to find out, it's rather special. And it's an absolute pleasure to say, Brian Johnson, welcome to the Ultimate Road Trip podcast. Go with me, Sonny, all right? Live from your home in Sarasota, Florida, Brian, aren't you? I'm in the uh, the wet and rainy Cotswolds, but uh, looking good there in Florida. Brian, thank you so much for your time this afternoon and uh, or this morning for you. Can I just say, if I uh, look back when I was 13 or 14, I was using a tennis racket and as a guitar singing for those about to rock. And I think the young me would be quite impressed seeing me now introducing uh, you onto my podcast. So thanks again, Brian. Let's start. Uh, first of all, with lockdown, how's it been for you? Because, of course, music is your thing. One of the biggest rock bands in the world, but cars are a second. So racing last year and your car, your racing career, probably you haven't done much of it. No, it's just been awful, you know, terribly frustrating, you know, especially, you know, for the music. And, you know, we in January last year, we, you know, were February, we were in Holland getting ready to go, you know, we're rehearsing, you know, getting ready for the album to come out. And that was, it cancelled till the end of the year. Then we still couldn't go out. And it just doesn't look good for this year either. You know, I cannot see anything happening in the music. I mean, seriously happening till, if, if we're lucky, you know, August, September, you know, it's, there'll be a few, some people have found some ways to put some shows on, but uh, it's just awful, you know, and especially with the racing, uh, but this week, uh, sorry, in a couple of weeks, the great thing is uh, uh, Sebring is opening up for track days, you know? Yeah, brilliant. So, then last year, I had a track day at Silverstone, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and, and so, uh, Sebring, which is one of my favourite hit, favourite tracks, yes, because yeah. it's just so tough. It's 3.7 miles of, you know, uh, three different surfaces, you know, and that's why they test the Le Mans cars there in the 12 hours. Yes. So they can see if they can last at Le Mans, because it's so tough. Well, that's the thing. I mean, but, uh, you know, a lot of people have found a way through lockdown through music, which is great. But as you say, the live uh, side of music has uh, has taken a backseat. And, uh, mm-hmm. and and when it comes to doing the podcast, I mean, I've been looking for people. I've had a few musicians on, like your good self, Nick Mason, who's got his collection of cars down the road from me. He was one of my first. Billion dollars worth of cars in that bloody hangar. It's a beautiful place. He has. But when I did that, podcast with Nick I name check you and I've been trying to get you on since then or looking at a way of getting you on because I, I name check Jeff Beck and Billy Gibbons and JK from Jamiroquai and your good self because you know you love your cars obviously and yeah. uh, you know for you when it's when you're thinking about cars from what I've gleaned from all the pieces I've read and I've read rockers and rollers which is great and it's well, for you about it's you about it's how they look, how they sound, how they smell, and the history. And you get yeah. into the detail. There's a great little piece I, uh, I was reading, Rockers and Rollers, when you met, met Mr. Zagato, and I could feel your passion for when yeah. that happened. So, you know, it's the history of the cars as well that you're interested in, as well as how they go and how quick they are yeah. and how great they look. I remember I almost bowed 
<laughs> when he said hello, and I almost went down on one knee. It was just because to me he was he, you know, he was wasn't quite as famous as Enzo Ferrari, but to me he is, you know. And uh, it's just, uh, it was just, and he was such a regal looking chap, you know, wonderful silver hair, tanned, immaculately dressed. And he must have been about 80 then, but he was just, and he, and he was so friendly and lovely. And he liked the game of dominoes. I mean, nice. it was brilliant, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get on to the, the main meat of the podcast and we'll come back and we'll digress a little bit as we go through. Uh, Ultimate Road Trip Podcast is five questions, all very simple. The first question is, what is the car you would take on your Ultimate Road Trip, the make, the model, and the colour? Um, well, you know, oh, good. It's not I an easy it. question <laughs> for, for somebody like yourself, who's had a huge experience with cars through the years. Yeah, you know, uh, I love me Phantom. Uh, 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 Ultimate Rolls GT car is the Bentley GT which is fabulous. Um, and, I, you know, like, uh, I love me old 29 Bentley, the four and a half litre. Thunder but Guts, it, isn't it? Yeah. Thunder Guts, yeah. I right. love that car. But, you know, I've got to admit that some of the greatest fun I had was in 2016 um, at the n Rally in an Alfa Romeo, the 1966 Alfa Romeo GT year. I mean, right, yeah, I, yeah. I wondered what, what the thing was about Alphas when people, you know, just have this passion. And I said, oh, yeah, they're pretty cars, but they fall to pieces. Yeah, why, <laughs> why would I want one? And I, I got my hands on this and, and uh, through a wonderful fellow called Richard Frankel. And he, he's got two of them. And he said, and he said, come on, Brian, let's, let's do the N-Style rally. You know, let's, and it was just probably one of the greatest times I had, I had, dinner with Sir Sterling Moss and became, well, not his best friend, but we came then, then the next day, uh, we, we had lunch together, a few glasses of wine and just rabbited on forever, listening to these fabulous stories, yeah. you know, and uh, he, he said something to me and he said, you know, when, and, I, uh, and we had the C-type there to drive after the, after the rally and, Sir Sterling got in the passenger side. Oh, wow. Yeah, and yeah. I got in the, and I, he's, I, they were going to drive. And there was Derek Bell behind and a blow up Bentley. The whole field were behind us. We were the lead car <laughs> to wave to the crowds that were five, six deep on the pavements. Yeah. And the cameras were on us. And he was sitting and he's going, you know, I must admit, I cannot remember the windshield being this high on this car. And by the way, you've got it in reverse. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, what? Because first and reverse are so close to each right, other. Yeah, at the yeah. And I would have been so embarrassed because the cameras were there. And I would have backed into a, an unbelievably expensive Bentley blower. So, uh, it, you know, it was just that wonderful time. But the roads in uh, Austria... Oh, fantastic right but uh you know that's that's what i remember about that car and i just loved it just that sure footedness that noise of the engine it was it was like singing to me you know uh, of the gt of the course. gta the gta specifically you're talking yes the gt it was red of course, of it had of course. To be. 
with a black in yeah. yeah, they Even are with the royal cage in. It was, it was, it was set up to rally, but I just loved that feel. I didn't feel a bump. I couldn't. I was just gone. I was in another. Yeah, I was yeah. in another world. You know. My dad had a GTV version of that. Yeah, not the GTA. But he had a G, and I remember it. Beautiful, beautiful shape as well. Yeah, yeah, it's just gorgeous. And and that was uh, Rich, you know, Richard Fr Frankel, who uh, did that. And he, uh, uh, it was wonderful. It was really good of him. Now, what question two? I say is why why that particular car? You've already explained why. Obviously, as a as a car man, Alpha are you know one of those brands and one of the, just in, just creates a feeling uh, and a passion and the noise and the sound uh, do you own an alpha yourself no do i do it but i'm going to buy one i, I really okay. am and i want a gt and there's one for sale in america at the moment which i've got to check on its pedigree you know that's the first thing i'm going to check and then you know i don't know what it is in england and europe you really do get some top-notch cars there you know they really are wonderfully looked after um you know usually alphas you usually find them out in california yeah you know that's yeah, it's where dry. It's dry. that's where they ended up <laughs> you know and uh, and i loved them but um you know i really really want one right. you know yeah well looking forward to uh, maybe we'll uh, see a video on it soon because uh, yeah. uh let well let's get to question three before we uh, talk about the destinations where you've been the destination for your ultimate road trip and an alpha gta where was the rally that you did would you do that rally or is there a specific place you'd like to take a gta on? i'd love to take a gta on one of my favorite drives in the world uh, james and that is from hayden bridge and northumbria yes across alston uh, on the 686, uh, join up with the year 66, uh, you know, to Keswick and yeah. the lake. It is one of the most stunning drives. I mean, you know, one minute you're in the countryside and the trees, and then all of a sudden past Alston, you're in the tops, and it's, it's, it really it's high is up there, bleak. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's bleak, but the roads, and then you start going down, and you're in Switzerland, you know, these tailbacks yes. all the way down I've, I've and it. Uh, it, i just imagine having so much fun with that car through you know on that road oh another great one is the pacific highway from Car carmel down to big sur you know yep. when you're right on the edge of the cliffs and you're just wow this is just really good clint eastwood stuff you know because yeah, it's a it was beautiful dead. drive yeah and uh, but uh, we used to call them flint cleethorpes once upon a time. But anyway, I digress. But that it's you know, it's right down the Cabrillo Highway or you know the the Pacific Coast Highway. PCH one. I've yeah. done it. I did it in a in an eight in nineties uh Ford even though it was a Corvette, I think I did it in. Yeah. And, uh, but an Alpha GTA would be good. But of course you were brought up in, as we know, in uh, Dunstan, Newcastle and yes. And so did you do that drive when you were small? Your first car was a Ford Popular, wasn't it? Ford Popular, sit up and beg. Yeah, a 1959 model. It was... Uh, brought by your dad, bought by your dad for your 17th birthday. I, I yes. must, just before, uh, Brian, I must say that he, uh, a great quote when you got that car, if I could just read it from your book, I'll never win like he did. 
and he never won a thing but me, which I thought was a great little wow. thing about your dad and about when you got the car. Um, but that gave you your freedom, your first taste of freedom. Oh, For a boy. car nut, that must have been Nirvana. Yeah, well, it was because as soon as I got that, I stopped wanting to be a bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> because when I was at school, we'd look out the window and we'd see the, the red double-deck buses going off and, and you'd sit and trapped in this classroom and go, ah, I've got to be a bus driver. And my best friend who sat with us, George Beveridge, he did become a bus driver and he was one till he retired. He, he loved it. Yeah. So... Uh, but I, I snitched off out of that, you know. Well, you had that uh, f that phone call, that great story that you uh, uh, that you had from London when you had the in the audition with yeah. the guys <laughs> for for ACDC. I, you know, I've heard that story either in print or seen you, uh, you know, regale it, and it's it's still yeah. a great story. Could you just repeat it again? Yeah, well, it's just, uh, you, you know, I had a little business by then, you know, and we had a band that were playing at night and we were very popular in Newcastle. Very, In fact, we very, very popular. And so we played about six nights a week. And then when I got into the business the next day, uh, the phone rang and, and this lady said, she had a heck of an accent. You must, you must come to London. And I went, who is this? And she went, I cannot say. This is, I said, you must sing with this band. She, you know, it was like yeah. these manners, which were, it was very curt. And I went, yeah. I'm not coming to London, but you must. This is, this is imperative that you come. <laughs> and I said, listen, I'm, because I've been bitten by the music thing. I was broke when I finished with Jordy. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and, and then I said, you got to tell us who it is. And I said, she said, I cannot. I said, well, I'm not coming. Right. And uh, and then, of course, I got a call from your good old friend, uh, uh, Andre Jacquemin, who asked us to be in a Hoover advert, which you can hear on YouTube, but I'll, I'd warn you not to. <laughs> oh, I will. And, uh, and I said, well, well, while I'm down, I'll phone this girl up and say, listen, I'll be in London next Tuesday. So we did. I phoned up. I said, please, just tell me who it is. And she said, uh, I, I said, give us a clue. And she went, there is there. I will give you the initials only. I said, so it's ACDC. And she went, Shice, I have said too much. <laughs> and the rest is history. I'm looking at me pal, uh, Kenny Walker, me partner, and I was like, I cannot believe, I don't know if this is, that somebody's taking a piss here, you know, this is just ridiculous. But it was true, and yeah. uh, you know, and that's, and that's I went seven. down in a, in an old XJ6, uh, with uh, some problems. You know, we bought it at an auction. Uh, with, right. They had some problems, like none of the windows opened, okay. but we didn't care. We felt pretty good in it. Yeah, you know, the wheels. That was it. Yeah, it was a right, a right old heap. Oh, that's that's great. Just thinking about destinations. Obviously, you've travelled across the world with the band and with your racing. You know, thinking about the racing side of things. You've mentioned Sebring, which uh, uh, again in your book, you know, you were talking about your first uh, driving the pill beam where you came third overall at Sebring. Uh, yeah, which is a great story. And the twenty-four hours of Daytona you've done. You've been at Goodwood. Yeah. I've I've done many uh, broadcasts from Goodwood and uh, I love Goodwood everywhere. 
You know, I, I was so lucky to be able to drive me 64 Mini Cooper S there. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, when the book came out, we're taking journalists around for a ride, me and Ron Maiden, right. uh, who runs the, the Masters series. And uh, and I'd never been around it. And boy, oh boy, what a fast, gorgeous little, it's just a proper rear circuit you know if you go off you're in the grass yeah. there's no big runoff areas nothing it's proper proper racing and i still love to watch the pod uh, well you know the films you know yeah, yeah. the goodwood yeah. races and i'm just i love it to death and of course i love brands hatch as well that's that that's fabulous little track it that, is it's a right it's a roller coaster of a track isn't it um unlike yeah. silverstone where you were last year and uh, and where you did a uh, that racing that reality racing show that you touched upon again in rockers and rollers but way back when that was, oh, it was with crazy. mr coulthard and, <laughs> and eddie over smuggled some beers in for us <laughs> because they were trying to get I, I didn't realize it was a reality show i just went what it's about cars and we get a drive Six different types of car. Yeah. Just count me in. And the director, who never showed the faces, they were never there. You know, it was just cameras hidden everywhere. And oh, I said, dearie, man, things. Yeah. I'll just keep my nose clean and get in the cars and drive it. And I won it. And I was I was dead chuffed. But you're, you're obviously a very good driver. You know, you top gear, you came top in the... Uh, Star in a reasonably priced car with the, yeah. you got your trophy with Brain Johnson, which I remember. Yeah, it's in the pub. <laughs> cool. So, you know, you, you know, racing is a, is a big thing. And you did the Millimedia in a, in a, a couple of years ago, didn't you? Yeah, in a C tape. I did that with Mark Dixon. And uh, Mark was one of the things, you know, you asked me if, if, who I'd love to go with. Of course, Mark was right up there on the top of my list. Uh, and it was uh, it was so much fun. But we had to stop on this uh, late on the uh, early on the, the third day. Right. Because we kept getting mobbed. And okay. poor old Mark was going, Oh my word, what's happening? And I was going, I don't know. And I go, Braya, Braya, he's so nice. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of the towns we came into, and the kids just went nuts and surrounded the car. And there was this guy in a suit, very handsome, tall, well-dressed man. And he was punching people. He was knocking them out of the way, throwing them out. There was two policemen behind him. There were and he'd come up even, Brian Johnson, welcome to Brescia. My name is Umberto Piccalalo. I am the mayor of the town. Welcome. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> and there was people lying around with broken noses. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sounds quite an experience. This isn't real. This isn't real. No, well, great experience for you. Um, right. But going back to going back to racing in America, thinking of Sebring, I was just I, I remember the, I, the first memory I've got of Sebring was my dad, who's a big car fan. He had this album, just a thirty-three vinyl called Sounds of Sebring, which is the first. <laughs> Yeah. memory I have and all these race cars going around and around Sebring but it's, it's beautiful yeah. and the nuances and the, and the tones and and I just remember it so I just wanted to mention that when you were when you were talking about uh, uh, Sebring yeah. and your experience there um, so let's come to question four uh, of the ultimate road trip which is who would you take who is your passenger uh, for the road trip it's a tricky question because everybody usually says partner which is fine but I usually ask people you know is there somebody 
you know, who you revered, for example, Gordon Murray. I, I had uh, McLaren F1 designer Gordon Murray on a few months ago, and he said Colin Chapman as a designer, you can imagine that yeah. sort of guy. But Brian Johnson, who would you take on your ultimate road trip in a, a GTA Alpha? Paddy Hopkirk, okay. who is my hero. And I did a TV show with him on the mini and all that. And then became friends and he came to me birthday party after that. We went to his beautiful cottage with his gorgeous, lovely wife. And uh, and, we'll be, uh, and we've remained in touch since then. You know, he's come out to Henley where yeah. I live out in England. And, yeah. and uh, he yeah, he's just got a twinkle in his eye and he's got a story for every occasion. And um, so keep you entertained. He, he's, he's a smiler, and he can can he drive? I think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sixty six GT. I would say, would you like to take a turn and scare the the crap out of us, there, young Paddy? Yeah. And he's still, for his years, got such a twinkle in his eye and a love a love of life. Yeah, I love people like that. There's not a negative bone. Right. in the man's body and I can just imagine having so much fun I've read his book and it, you know and, and some of the jips and the, the thing the kind of stuff they got up to in the old days I mean it's it's boys own stuff you know yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. and yes so I think I, I would love Paddy sitting there uh, he's he's he's, he's, a, hero. One of the he's a hero one of the man. good guys as I said but and obviously maybe teach you a few rally tips as well oh absolutely well he taught me how to uh you you know reverse turn a mini which front wheel drive it can be a bit of a, a bit of a little tricky thing and he taught me how to do it and it was fantastic and he said you know brian that's the way i used to pick the girls up in there <laughs> and back in the day, it would certainly impress the girls, you see, you know. And uh, I just love him. He's just a great guy. And minis, you've you've had minis from way back when. I, yes. From what I remember. Yeah, I still book. love them. Yeah. Do you have any in the state? Do you have any in Florida? Any of the, you know, like... No, a I haven't. Uh, I would like to bring mine over, but there's nowhere to race it. I think Lime Rock would be the only place to race a mini. Right. You know, it's tight and short enough to be able to really give the big boys uh, a run for their money. Uh, and they're just such a, uh, just, it's nothing like, you know, turning a mini. Uh, you know, Nick Swift, who is another hero of mine, you know, he's one of the best mini drivers. But when I first got in, in the mini to do the, the TV show on the minis and, and he said, Brian, I'm going to give you one tip about racing a mini. And I said, what's that? He said, don't lift. Right. He said, if you lift, you're off. He said, trust your instincts. Keep that pedal down. And to, otherwise, you'll lose all your revs and you'll never catch up again. So, and I thought, really, good God, you know, when we came up the paddock, uh, you know, and he said, no, 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 now. <laughs> and of course, the road disappears, and I, I right, honestly yeah, yeah. thought I was going to die. But that little thing just stuck on like glue, and yeah, yeah. we drifted. I was going, wow. And what you do once, it's like riding a bike. You just do it all you the time. You know how to do it, yeah. And it's a feeling like no others. 
a feeling when, you know, there's three minis side by side, uh, you know, going around the corner. Because and they can, nobody, because they're so yeah, small. <laughs> given an inch, you know, it, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. Thinking about minis and just going back to destinations and cars, obviously I yeah. don't want to forget about the, your Cars That Rock series, which was fabulous. Looking back on all those iconic yeah. models, uh, did you have – was it your choice? You have sort of carte blanche. You said, Brian, you choose what you want. Yeah, it was basically that. But, it, you know, and some of them was uh, a couple of them were a matter of convenience because uh, like Ferrari wouldn't help. With, but we were warned about that. And and McLaren did, you know, and yeah, with yeah. things you didn't expect. And uh, I remember when we went to the Alfa Romeo factory, and I was in the new 6C had just come out. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we're walking down the lane and there was all these work, a swarthy looking guys working. And I, st- I, st- I stopped and I walked over to a bunch of them because they all had albums ready for us to sign. And I walked <laughs> yeah. over and I said, excuse me, Signore, Pedicare, um, you know, why, why do you think this, all the greatest cars, Italian cars, are made in Modena? You know, you've got uh, Alfa Romeo, Ferrari, Lamborghini. I said, what, what, what is it about this place? And this short little fat guy walked up and he said, Totalini. <laughs> and he got a slap across the back of the head from his oh, fellow. Sure. No, it is passion, passion. Passion, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Because one of the one of the standout moments I thought was in the Alpha Thirty Three, the Tipo Thirty Three, with Mister yes. uh, Metzaria, yeah. who who's been oh, to Goodwood, he's been I, to I, the Festival of Speed, and uh, he's such a character, yeah. isn't he? And the he looks so happy in that car. Yeah, he let me drive that Periscopica. Yeah, amazing. Uh, and 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 in the, the pedals, I remember filming that, and the director has got, um, okay, could we do that again? But of course, they couldn't turn very much. And no. the pedals were like rocks. And of course, we had the police there with us so we could drive through the streets. And of course, the crowds were just going, I mean, the worship these cars and the worship him. Yeah. You know, his little, he, he had his little cowboy hat on. Yes, it's his trademark. A bit like your yeah. good self with the cap. You know. It was fantastic. You know, such good fun, you know. Yeah. Great times. Um, Briefly, also, we're talking about people and uh, destinations, etc. But we're talking about the passengers, your life on the road series again. You know, Roger Daltrey, Sting, Robert Plant, Nick Mason as well. And yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, are you planning to make more of those? I'm thinking more car guys, such as Eric Clapton, obviously a big Ferrari fan. Yeah, we would love to, you know. Uh, of course, we had to stop uh, at Dave Grohl. Okay, yeah. You know, we did Dave Grohl and we're talking and his big passion is vans. His love is vans, you know. Really, right. And now there's a room for, uh, all, you know, he just, he's fascinated with vans. And, and, uh, and you know, we we're going to do more and everything. And he was so excited because the, he got a new album and they were ready to go on the road. And, and so was I, you know, that we were going. And uh, three days after shooting with him, uh, it, that was it. Right. It was suddenly realized that this virus, which was always to stop, somebody yeah. else's, it wasn't ours, it was right. somebody else's, you yeah. know, suddenly became ours um, big time, you know. Yeah. And and here we are still sitting twiddling with thumbs, you know. I know. Um, 
we've just got to got to keep going and we're going on to the get on to the tune now and just thinking about that of course you know now just we've got to talk about acdc as we're talking about the fifth question of the ultimate road trip what's the tune and obviously <coughs> you managed to release power up with all the guys back together with phil Rudd yeah. and cliff williams and obviously angus and, and stevie so that must have been yeah. great that you managed to get that album out despite all the restrictions you say that you had a lot of cancellations and i'm sure you'd have had a, a you know huge uh, launch events and, uh, and yeah it was, it was funny because we were sitting at home you know doing these interviews you know like angus was sitting in a in down in sydney you know and i'll be here and i'll be going hello angus he's going ah john you know where are you sitting? Show me round the house, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we suddenly realised that it's, Angus has never been here, but Malcolm had, and he said, right. Malcolm loved your house, he said. So, um, you know, it was uh, it was a strange thing, you know, that we, uh, that we weren't together. Sure. You but know, important, important that it got out, because obviously it was in tribute to Malcolm, the album. Yes. So it was great and it was important. And it was great that an Australian interview I saw, uh, the lady interviewing you said, guys, you've saved 2020, which I thought was a, a lovely piece, a lovely thing <laughs> to say. Lovely. Yeah, that's lovely when people do that stuff. But let's get back to your ultimate road trip. What's a <coughs> tune? If you could pick a track, some guys great. have chosen, Martin Brundle chose Led Zeppelin uh, album, uh, Ross Braun shows, I can't remember what he shows. I spoke to him a few weeks ago. Speed Week, Goodwood did a special Speed Week behind doors, which was great. So I managed okay. to speak to a few guys there. But um, an album or one track, Brown Johnson, for your. Well, uh, if, if, if it was just one track, it's still to this day my favorite track when I'm driving is Low Rider by War. Uh, the. Is that the da 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 Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That no. just when you hear that in the car and you're and you, and the speed just starts heading north at good, <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, and um a very sample, well sampled track, but the original, no, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely fabulous. The original, and uh, I just like the low. Rider, <laughs> just that's you know real. You know, watch your ass, buddy boy. Do you I'm have coming. a low rider? Do you have one? Do you have a hydraulic no, no, low no. I'm, I'm strictly regular. I mean, my low rider is the Morgan three wheeler, which I you know, right. which I fly around in, and I have a great time. And an original you, or a, a new one? Sorry to interrupt. Is that a new one of the new ones, or is it one, one from way it's, back? Yeah, yeah, it's a new one. And uh, we've got the 54 MGTF, which is absolutely immaculate and so much fun. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, a 29 Bentley, four and a half litre. Do you still drive that to the shops? Still. I, I, I was just out yesterday. It was such a gorgeous day. There's a beautiful point at the end of the island where you can just see the, the sailboats, you know, and the, you know, the, them kite surfers, the yeah, Paris yeah. surfers and all that. It's just real pretty, and I just like to sit there. I kind of sit there long because the people come up uh, and start asking uh, uh, things. Like one guy, he was about 70, he should have known better, and he came up and he went, well, I never thought I'd see a German field ambulance in Sarasota. And I said, oh. <laughs> 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 But you put him straight quickly. 
And then another one, a woman came up yeah. and she said, she said, um, she said to me, uh, you know, how long did it take you to build that? I said, yeah. I started in 1929. And she went, pardon? I said, forget about it. Just, just leave me. <laughs> leave me. Go away. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you've got to be prepared for the, um, you know, the unexpected, you know, when it comes to, you know, cars that they don't see every day. Well, you know? no, of which uh, there are a few around your neck of the woods because they'd be no. good. So... <laughs> I've got to ask, is there a car that you haven't had that you've always hankered after, that you've, uh, you're always on the lookout for, either race or road car? Is there a, yeah, well, I know we've talked about the GTA. I'm sure the GTA is you saying you're getting one, which is good. Yeah, I was always after a Pagani Zonda. Yeah. Uh, and I would kick myself for not buying one in the early days. But I'm from the old school, you know, when they give a price, I'm going, how much? Are you? That's just... Not cheap. Ridiculous. I'm, you know, I, where am I going to? First thing I think about great cars are can I park it? Yeah. You know, yeah. without having to have a table on 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 the street corner watching it like a hawk. You know, um, that's why you never see them much. You know, the slightest ding. It's expensive. Know, yeah. Yeah, it's got to go back and get you know whatever it gets done to it. But you know, it's and I listen to Harry Cavendish. And uh, one of the reasons, and I'm pleased I didn't get one now, one of the reasons uh, he, he had one and sold it was he, it, it, it's, it's a, a bit like the Bugatti Veyron. Yeah. You feel more like the car owns you. Mm. You know, with the Veyron, uh, when I was thinking about him, when the guy said, well, you know, you have to get it serviced. You have to get it serviced when we tell you. And, it has to come here, and I said, I said forget about it. It's too you much of invested in that, yeah. I mean, it's a motor car. You should be able to get, if the more money you pay for a motor car, the easier it should be. It's exactly. to have those worries, you know. It, it's like Ferrari with the Class Each or the uh, the XX programs. I got to ride up in a Ferrari XX uh, Evo yeah. at Goodwood, and those are the cars where, you know, they take you back to the factory, or they keep it for you, and then they take it to the track. If you, you know, you say, I'd like it here on this date, and they'll do that. And it's, you know. Yeah, they tell you. Exactly. What to do. It's that, there's Not, something wrong with that. Yeah. It just doesn't swing both ways. <laughs> Can I mention hybrids? You, I think in this day and age, we've got to give it a mention. I mean, you know, yeah. do you have one? And how do you feel about it? I mean, the Porsche Taycan yeah. is, oh, that's well, it. I'm, I'm not going to be bullheaded about it. I realise that we'll have to get, and my friend just down the street here has just bought the new Taycan. Yeah. And uh, and it, as of right about half, about an hour ago, he's gone, man, I, I don't even understand the dash on this. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's an old American V8, you know, muscle boy. And his wife said, come on, it's time you grow up. You know, uh, so. You're open to them and you I'm, understand. Of course, of course. But, but I'm a, I think I'm more believer in the I cars, you know, with a, a small engine, so you don't have that range anxiety all the Very time. True. How long have I got? Because all of it's BS, you know, all that, you know, 280 miles. And I think Harry, once again, explained the fact that it's just not true, no. you know. Especially and, in cold old England. In Florida, you know, batteries probably work a bit better and where it's warm, but when you get to yeah, a cold climate. Yeah. Well, my next door neighbor's got a Tesla. 
and uh, he absolutely loves it. Uh, yeah. My mother-in-law, who passed away uh, last summer at the age of 94, wow. picked right. up her Tesla 3 on her 93rd birthday. That's brilliant. And she loved it because she had a thick, an app in, but she just lives round uh, uh, on, on the bay, just round the bay from us. And she could get in it and say, I want a good Bryant's. Yeah. And it would, it, it, and they had it programmed in, and so she could sit there, and it was great because she, she used to wave at people, like the queen. She used to sit with her hands off the wheel, good, you know, just giving the queen wave, hello, hello, everybody. She used to drive across the bridge and onto the island. She was just a hoot. I miss her. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's a great story, Brian Johnson. I could talk to you about cars uh, for the rest of uh, your morning, but I know that time is short. I must wrap it up now. But obviously, we're looking forward. Once lockdown has gone, now that you're back with the band, of course, you're. If I very briefly touch upon when you had to obviously drop out from your live shows, you yes. uh, famously said that was down to racing. Your hearing uh, problem, nothing to do with standing next to huge. Bass. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to do some protection, you know, but it wasn't, of course. Uh, You you know, um, uh, I'd said it, I think I'd said it on the Howard Stern show about five or six years before. I said, you know, well, it's not just music uh, because we're trying to get away again, you know, any loud band for the, you know, what about public safety? And I was going to, you know, and, uh, and uh, so, you know, I tried to divert it, but I just said, you know, well, sometimes, you know, motor racing and what it can be. I know a lot of motor racing drivers, you know, some of the old guys, uh, and Mass, you know, yeah. he's a grand old pal, Jochen, and he, he has trouble. I mean, Sterling had terrible problem with his ears, you know, of course yeah. that's, but so the welders at the shipyards, you know, it's a hazard of the you know, job. It's just the job. It's what you call, it's the price you pay. Of course. You know, if you're in front of a rock and roll band. But, it, you know, it took a long time. You, people seem to forget I was 68 years old and still playing in with these huge arenas and stadiums. Um, and, you know, with everything. I mean, I counted myself as just real lucky to even have lasted that long, you know, to... You know, so I was very, I was very hap- happy I could get that for, but at the same time, very sad that I couldn't finish a tour because I've never, I never not finished something. I, I think it's bad manners. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the plan so, is to get back. <laughs> the plan is to tour power up when you can. The plan is to get Well, back. absolutely. We were talking about it in um, Holland. You know, obviously, you know, the five guys were there and the rehearsals were going so wonderful. Wonderfully, and we just said, okay, let's let's try to make some plans and let's do a few hand-picked shows, you know, cherry-pick some nice little places that we always had a great time at. And yeah. let's see if uh, this new technology, because uh, it obviously works because we rehearsed with it in and it was just like a new lease of life. Oh, it was just fantastic. So... Uh, you know, and it was good to be a part of the building of that with yes. the, the, with Mr. Stephen Ambrose, who built it, and, you know, and we did it. Uh, and uh, I'm very proud of that. I'm sure, you know? yeah. Yep. Well, 
Brian Johnson, thank you so much again for your time on the Ultimate Road Trip podcast. Let's just, we're just going to go back through it again. We're going to get with it's an Alpha GTA uh, over to uh, Alton on the A to the A sixty six. Yeah, it's on the A six to the A sixty six. A sixty six. Sorry, with Paddy Hopkirk. Uh, yes. It's a low rider. Uh, I made up a change to an Irish song for Paddy. And it was, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, thank you again for your time here on the Ultimate Road Trip podcast and uh, look forward to seeing you on stage again as soon as we can in the future. It was a pleasure, mate. Thank you so much.